How much time do you spend working on you? What kind of investment have you made in you? Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. You want something, go get it. Period. Welcome to That's Tight Mate, a podcast that is here to educate, entertain, and inspire all generations. Join us on our journey through all things investing, financial, health and well-being, and most importantly, yourself. While listening, be sure to consider these three questions. How can I use this information? Why is it important? And what actions can I take? And now for your hosts, Brandon and Kyle Turton. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Tight Mate. You're welcomed by myself, Brandon, and of course, as normal, Kyle. Welcome. Brando, it's great to have you back. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. You weren't here on the last episode. Had an awesome chat with Bales. Um, what do you think of it? No, great episode. Um, Learn a fair bit about some really good habits and yeah, implementing some changes in your life. Yep. But today, this is a big episode. So, this is talking about brokerage brokerage accounts um, and it's awesome way to get started. Um, but before we start, I wanted to get your thoughts on the stock market at the moment. Yeah, so obviously in recent times in uh, 2022, we have seen quite a lot of vol- volatility um, compared to sort of 2021 anyway. We've seen some market drops, which for some people is opportunity um, but Kyle, why do you think we have seen a bit of volatility well, so far? Well, I think the thing is a lot of a lot of the US companies, big companies were overpriced. Yep. Um, so, a lot of people were just bull market, just throwing their cash in there, getting FOMO. Um, but now it's sort of come back to reality a little bit more. Um, as you see with Meta, uh, had a massive sell-off, the biggest sell-off in one day period. Yeah. It was something like $237 billion Crazy. US. I think Mark in- Zuckerberg lost something <laughs> like $43 billion in that one day. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, you know, I think Meta can come back. Um, but the reason why it did sell-off was because they didn't meet expectations. Yeah. Um, I thought it was crazy. Like, I saw their revenue and... 97% of their revenue is through advertising. So, um, quite a lot. Yeah. And with that, like Apple's new privacy, yep. that affected that a lot. Um, so, yeah, it's it's crazy how big Apple is and the influence it has, it has yeah. on the global market. I think, was it something like 10 billion that that new privacy will wipe off? Revenue um, I'm not each fully year. sure. I haven't, I haven't seen yep. that, but potentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been pretty volatile going into 2022, yep. but again, it, it comes down to what your thesis is. Like, are you long-term, um, do you still believe in the company that you've invested in? Um, and you know, if nothing's changed, then why would you sell when it's going down? Like it's still a solid company. Yeah. Uh, depending exactly on right. what you've invested in. Yeah. Yeah. Because these these little corrections or sometimes big corrections happen. Yeah, definitely. But, and even could be a good time to put your money in. Yep. Exactly. It just right. comes down to to what you what you feel or, and what you want to do. Or just continue as as per normal investing monthly or weekly, whatever you may do. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's get started for today's episode, Brando. We'll talk about brokerage accounts. Yeah. So, first of all, I think, Kyle, how do we get started in the stock market? Yeah, how so... How do we begin? <laughs> so, the first big decision is, you know, decide how you want to invest. So, whether that's going to go through a financial advisor um, where ultimately they make the cause for you and they go through that whole process where, um, you know, they buy and sell and hold. Yep. Um, and obviously with that comes fees, like you got performance fees, annual fees, uh, maybe initial consultation. It just depends on the financial planner advisor. Um, but obviously we're here to more so talk about doing it yourself and that's through a brokerage account. Yep. So, that's the best way to get started um, and we're going to delve a bit more into that. So, I'll flip it back to you, Brando. So, could you explain what a brokerage platform is? Yeah. So, basically, a brokerage platform, um, its main duty is to connect buyers and sellers um, like being the middleman. So, every time you make a... Uh, transaction um, to buy a share or ETF, whatever you're buying, um, there will be a fee where um, you'll buy the share basically. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and these these platforms vary. They can be custodian or either or also a chess sponsored yep. brokerage platform. Yeah, okay. Um just before we s- I want to talk about custodians and chess sponsors, but before that when you're buying and selling, yep. how how does that work? So, say if I'm buying, yep. someone has to be selling in yep. order for you to make that transaction. Yep. Is that that's Yeah, that's correct. Works? Yeah, so basically um, for you to be able to buy, another person has to be selling yep. to make the transaction yeah. occur. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it's if it's... If the volume's high, yep. you have a better chance of buying shares. Yeah. Whereas if there isn't much action movement. happening, yeah. movement, then it's going to be difficult to buy or sell if there's no one willing to buy or sell. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And generally speaking, there will always be a fee for both buying and selling. So, yeah. you yeah. have to always take that into account. Yeah, that's, so, that's usually the case. Those those fees do add up if you are buying and selling quite regularly as well. Now, with that, I sort of want to talk about custodian platforms and chess sponsored. So, I know with me, I initially got quite confused um, with the difference between the two, but would you be able to explain the difference between those? Yeah. First of all, we'll begin with the the custodian um, type platform. So basically, this platform holds the the stock or ETF on behalf of the customer. So you, yeah, um, which means basically you do you you own it, but you don't directly own it. They yeah, hold the company holds it for on your you. Behalf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which can be a little bit. You may think, oh no, I want to own it myself, but it is very safe. These custodian um, yeah. accounts. Yeah, I, I, I 
I agree with that as well. Like, yeah. you know, you got a uh, superhero, Stake is custodian. Yeah, that's uh and many others like yeah. a lot of the the micro investing uh platforms that you might have heard of Raise and- including rare yeah, Raise and Spaceship. Yep. Um they also are custodian. Yeah. Uh, but we platforms. we wouldn't deter anyone away from this like we yeah. believe you know custodians a fine way to do it yeah um like they're safe you don't need to worry so much about it yeah i i i think it's great to get an account on both sometimes yeah. just just to once once you've got an account on something you'll probably look at it a bit more and try to understand it fully yeah. Whereas if you don't have an account, you're probably never going to look into it that much. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, that's if you're interested in um, investing. Yeah. In shares and ETFs. So with that, like custodians, they more so they got cheaper rates. Yeah. So commissions for when you execute. Yeah. Um, but with that, like say if you're buying US, or say it's zero dollars, but where they get you is the foreign exchange, which is what you need to understand because when they're exchanging, you go exchange your money from Australian to US. Yep. So, between that, there's a foreign exchange fee. Yep. Um, but, you know, that's most and most accounts have it that, that these days. And also a, a difference in like the dollar as well. Yeah, so, yeah, that's which you've true. got to be aware of. It's like the same as if you were going overseas for a holiday. You're going to exchange your money. Yep. And from Australian dollar to US dollar, you lose a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So just being aware of that. Um, yeah, like going back, yeah, Superhero, for example, has the zero brokerage on the US. It's great. But yeah, as Kyle mentioned, the FX fee is where they, they yeah, make yeah. their money. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they're going to make their money somehow. Yeah. So, that is their way of doing that. Yeah. Um, now, I guess with Chess Sponsor, it's different as you own the shares directly. So, the way that works is, you know, the ASX keeps a list of what shares you have. That you, you own directly. That you own. Yeah. What you've purchased and what you've sold. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they keep a record of that and... What will happen with this is you will be provided a HIN number, yep. which is essentially your ID for Chess Sponsored. Um, and with that, um, there's companies like ComputerShare and what's the other uh, one? Linked, Linked Market. Market. Yeah. Yep. So, you go through these services to um, see what you own directly um, and I guess you also have a choice if you want to reinvest dividends through that way as well. The thing that I hate about Chess Sponsor is always getting letters. Paperwork. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. Like um, <laughs> The ASX. Yeah, just they keep sending like if you buy a, 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 um, a single a, stock. A single or, stock. Oh, yeah, even an ETF as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through they, a hint. They'll send an email. Well, sorry, not email, a letter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they'll disclose like how many uh, shares, shares you have, the cost of it, or if you do any type of transaction. Actually, <laughs> they will send you an yeah, uh, a letter, um, which is 
quite confusing. You'd think in this day and age that they would transition to yeah, emails. Digital. Yeah. Do you think is there a way that we can do that? No, not no, yet. Not yet. I don't. Yeah, think I haven't there seen is yet, anything, but. but- I would say in the near future they will transition. Yeah, it only it makes sense too. I've got an abundance of letters mm, yeah. <laughs> stockpiled. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that, uh, so if you've got a chess sponsored account and you buy an ETF through through your chess, yeah. Um, in a way, when you do buy an ETF, it's it's quite similar to having a custodian account in a way. Yeah. But what I mean is when you buy an ETF, mm. that ETF generally invests money into a wide range of shares for you. Yeah. But you don't actually own those shares directly. Yeah. You, so, yeah. The, the actual fund, the, the exchange-traded fund that has brought it for you owns those shares, yeah. but you, you directly own the ETF, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does in a way. So, you own the ETF, but you don't own the single shares within each company of that ETF. Yeah, just like as a custodian, if you've brought a share on the custodian, you don't actually own it directly. Yeah. So, in a way, it's similar to an exchange traded fund. Yep. Awesome. So, what are the factors to consider when deciding on a brokerage account? Yeah, look, Kyle, there there are many factors you got to consider. Um, one of the probably main ones is fees. Yep. Uh, all these different, there's so many brokerage accounts out there mm. and they all vary um, with fees. Yeah. I feel like in the past two years, there's been so many brokerage accounts that have, new companies that have come out. Yeah. Um, just because I think it's, it's more of a, more common now. A lot more people are investing. Yeah, um, aware of I it. guess it's an opportunity for a company to take some share market. So, yeah, it's important that you you do look at the fees of each brokerage yeah, um, and select the right one for you. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And I think we put up a Instagram post yeah. um, of these just making our, our followers aware that, you know, for example, you've got your space – your space, I mean, superhero. you've got your superhero that we spoke about that has the zero US and then it might be a $5 brokerage. Yeah. And um, that was a custodian and that's really good. And then another example was a NAB, yeah. which we we go through, which is a chess and we pay a $15 brokerage. Under 5000 Under, under five, yeah, 5000 So Anything over... 5000 is 19.99 I yeah. believe. So just even being aware of that whereas if you're if you're just spending, you know, just under 5 grand it's going to be $5 less. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's um that's important to know but also like all the banks they have a brokerage account like you got NAB, you got Com, you got ANZ, you got uh, Westpac, St George, I think Bendigo Bank might have one. I'm not fully sure with that. But usually the banks these days, they do have yeah. linked brokerage accounts. Or like they're like really affiliated with a brokerage account. Yeah, they may yeah. not like be have one themselves, but they're affiliated with it. Yeah. So if you're comfortable with the bank that you're using, then, you know, maybe it's a good idea to have a look at their brokerage platform. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you, you have more trust and... Um, it's probably also easier to transfer money between the two. I would have to agree. Yeah. Do you, 
What do you think about having multiple brokerage accounts? I've never done it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I, For me, I prefer to have it in the one because I can see my whole net worth and assets. Yeah. Um, so, I can run a report where all my stocks are together and I can see what's happening. Yeah. Whereas if you have the two, you know, they're separate. Yeah. So, that's the reason why I like the one. Probably... Um, probably easier with your tax as well and yeah yeah um well, are you the same oh I'm, i am the same but for a, t- a bit of a period there i was also um looking at rays and spaceship yeah which i thought was really good because they're the micro investing ones where you could um you could put in like really small amounts of money and yeah, not yeah, yeah. get get charged a fee yeah well spaceship had no fee for a, a long time and then they introduced a a fee monthly so yeah, yeah and then once that occurred i thought it wasn't really worth me having spaceship anymore because i use nab yeah and the thing was with uh the micro ones is yeah they're awesome but if you only have a little amount of money then you know the three dollar fifty fee it's going to chew up the gains that you've made yeah so um, I feel like if you're going to use those accounts, you should have a bit more money in them yeah. Um, to make it worthwhile so the fee doesn't chew up your gains. But, yeah, that's that's my view on uh, having two. Um, I mean, if it works for you, then go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, Brando, so we've got a tight tip for this episode. Yes. And uh, I think this is a brilliant one. Uh, I think you'll agree. I love it. So, uh, what we do when we go out is we obviously go to Woolworths first and we buy a Chobani yogurt packet. Yep, Um, all three. And you obviously consume the yogurt first, clean it out, and then you top it with vodka. And so, we use these when we go out. Um, Great for festivals. Good for festivals um, because it's quite pricey. Um, So, you know, you fill it up, you get four to five, maybe even six shots. Yep. um, And you top your drinks up, save a fair bit of money doing it that way. Um, I would have to say easily $40 to $50 with... Yeah, yeah, potentially. If you're buying like a can of like soft drink, yeah, especially, yeah, 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 it uh, it certainly does help, and uh, I would recommend to (laughs) all the young people out there. (laughs) Kyle Kyle would actually even recommend it to the security guard. Um, (laughs) So on a night out in St Kilda, um, Kyle dropped his Yogo bag after just recently finishing it on the ground, and. The security guard was walking past and he's like, who would bring a yogurt to a nightclub? <laughs> and Kyle pops up out of nowhere and starts chatting to him saying, oh, the reason you do it is you put vodka in it and yeah, it was, you save was, heaps of money. It was like, pretty funny. He was, he was an easygoing security guard too. Like he, was, he obviously knew um, why. Um, and he was just having a good but, laugh. But Kyle just thought he needed to explain <laughs> again why they yeah, would do it. I thought it was pretty important for not only him to know, but the people around me. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, that's our that's my tightest tip. Um, 
I'm sure there's plenty of young people out there that do the same because um, it does it does save a little bit of money. So on your next night out, maybe go try it. Yeah, it's a ripper. Give it a test. Yes. Yeah. Right. Moving moving on from there, um, a, a book recommendation um, by by myself. I've read it. I don't think you have yet, Carl. No, nah, not yet. I but haven't. it. But it is, sorry. It's Sort Your Money Out by uh, Glenn James, yep. who is the uh, creator of My Millennial Money. Mm-hmm. Um, he has podcasts, um, which varies actually. There's there's one on property. There's a general one on money. Uh, He's got a careers one, careers but I'm not one. sure if that one's going anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a health, health one as well. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of sort of side podcasts but the main one was my millennial money podcast yeah and um his his podcasting in a way does link to his book as well i think yeah. it's really yeah. it'd be a really good idea to listen to his podcast and then read the book as well yeah um great book what what were some of the better ideas that you got from the book um for me because i know um, a lot about share market investing. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew a lot of that already, but there it was were nice some. Nice to go over it again. Yeah, and refresh my memory. There were definitely some things that I learned in that area, but yep. um, for me, more so was the uh, property investing. Yep. Um, or just buying property in general, learning about mortgage brokers, um, and just knowing the ins and outs. Um, For example, um, I didn't know much about uh, being able to get a parental guarantor. Okay. Yeah. And it really explains that thoroughly and just different ways that you could get into it. Yeah. If you're starting out because nowadays it's- Give yourself the best opportunities to get into it. Yeah. It's pretty difficult to get get into it these days as property prices have- (laughs) Yeah, Definitely. Um, he, also, he talks a fair bit about mindset. Is that disclosed in like the first chapter? So. Yeah. So, I think it runs first. It's set up by going through debt. Um, it's, it's set up very smartly. So, yeah. um, sort of like your different stages that you should hit first. So, like obviously, if you've got like consumer debt, you want to remove that first. He speaks about that and yep. sorry, writes about that. Um, and then- it kind of transitions into saving and the mindset behind that. Um, it, and, he, and he also shares a lot of um, sto- real-life stories, which I like, yeah, that you can really connect with. Yeah, that you can resonate with. Yeah, yeah that's good. which I thought was good. And then um, after that, it moves into super insurance even. I didn't oh, really yeah. know too much about insurance, so yeah, it's, it's good to get an <laughs> understanding about that. But yep. overall... A great book for anyone and yep. especially beginners mm-hmm. that just want to learn about finance in general. Yep. No, that's awesome. So, that's Sort Your Money Out by Glenn James. All right, Brando. So, we're going to wrap up the episode. Um, we'll sort of conclude a few things. Um but, you know, if you have any more questions um, about brokerage accounts, make sure you DM us via Instagram. Um, and just to top that off, like, we find that it's so important that you you do your own research. Like, we'll keep reiterating this because um, it's, it's on you to do your research, um, find what works for you. 
Yeah, definitely. Do you have any more to say? Oh, I would say if if you haven't started yet, you haven't got a, any type of brokerage platform and you're really interested to, yeah. I would say just jump jump on and actually download or get sign on. Sign up. Yeah, sign up to yeah, like yeah. a brokerage account. You can do multiple if you want to. Yeah, because they're it's actually, free. Yeah, they're free. Yeah. So, you won't actually get charged until you're actually making a transaction. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Jump on, have a look. You'll become more curious. You'll learn more. Yeah. And also like brokerage accounts, they actually provide information on companies and research. Like they'll do um, a write down of maybe what companies to buy and sell. Like yeah. it sort of gives you a better understanding of what's happening in the world, what companies are doing well, how are they expanding, growing. So, yeah, like NAB, NAB has a good... Um, information sector where they provide they actually have an education oh yeah that's part right. of it yeah which will teach you well teach you the ins and, ins and outs of yeah the different how um, to get started which actually, i think I'll, is great i'll attach that to the show notes because yeah that was really worthy because yeah. we use that and we thought it was pretty awesome yeah um so yeah just just utilize the most you can because um, a lot of resources are for free so that's the best thing about it. So, yeah, we'll finish with the uh, episode. So, um, make sure you continue to su- subscribe for us. Um, we really appreciate everyone um, supporting us and uh, make sure you stay tight. See you next time. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening to our podcast. It would mean so much to us if you could leave a review and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the action. If you like this chat and would like to know more information, you can find us on Instagram at That's Tight Mate. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purpose only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of That's Tight Mate podcast are not financial advisors and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, if necessary, you should consult with a professional financial advisor.